Right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 151. Hey! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning to you. You know, that was uh, that song was in 1952. Really? Yeah, from um, uh, Singing in the Rain uh, with yeah. Gene Kelly and uh, Donald O'Connor and Debbie Reynolds. Lord, she must have been 20 years old. Um, but, uh, yeah, but we've used that song for a long time and nobody's charged us yet. So, <laughs> hello, this, hello. Is, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Ed, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, <clears throat> Bob. Are you okay? Yeah, doing, doing good. Nobody's good. caught me yet. And, uh, I'm trying to keep up with how many grandchildren I have now. I'm, I know I've got some daughters and members of the family pregnant. I don't have them pregnant. Uh, I mean, they are pregnant. Right. But I'm just trying to keep up with all my grandchildren. Oof. You need a scorecard? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd have one. Oh, no. I mean, they're coming on. Well, you've great. got a bunch running around, so that's all good. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, you all, know, it's all Keeps good. you busy. Keeps you young. Yeah, it does. Youngish. <laughs> so we're glad we're here. Number show number one hundred and fifty-one, and here we are, mid-November, and let's just get into it. Let's go um, get into the, some news there, Mr. Brantley. All right. Uh, I see where the Great American Smokeout's coming up. Yeah, the eighteenth here in a day or so. The um, I don't know how long ago that started, but that's basically to get people that smoke to quit smoking, I guess. Yeah. Stop, um, stop smoking for one day. Oh, that's it? Just one day? I don't know yeah. how hell. Maybe they, maybe they say that's a, the, the start of it. Um, let's see. Uh, when was the first American smokeout? It's November, it started in 1977. Uh, Randolph, Massachusetts, with Arthur Mullaney, suggested that people should give up a cigarette for one day and donate that money they normally would spend on cigarettes to the local high school. There you go. So there, good, well, good you cause. Know, one of the most effective way to stop doing drugs is I'm not going to take any today. I might tomorrow, but I'm, I'm not going to take any today. And then tomorrow you do the same thing. You say, uh. I'm not going to take any today. And, and next thing you know, you're clean. You know, it's a struggle for people. I think, uh, and I know we're getting sidetracked here, but I think, and you tell me if you don't agree with this, but I think some people are more susceptible to uh, being addicted to things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have personality a personality or something? Yeah, it's a gene. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. That's true. Well, God if bless them. If there's someone who is addicted in your family, especially an older adult, the kids better watch out because they have the gene mm. and, and yeah. it could happen to them. So, well, yeah. Mm. All right. Good All news right. from good information from Mr. Brantley. So what about news though? We got All any of that right. stuff? Well, if we were going to have a potential 2024 match out mm -hmm. in Iowa, that's where we're going to have the first election, you know, right. Donald Trump will leads Joe Biden by double digits in Iowa right now. You're kidding me. No. Wow. Well, but you know, um, I think that Biden has just failed miserably, personally. Oh, I, I think I, so. 
and I think Democrats, Republicans, everybody would like for him to be out of office. And I think also that no matter, there's a lot of people that are very liberal that hate Donald Trump, and I understand that. And there's some Republicans that hate Trump because uh, mm -hmm. he's not like, you know, somebody that you warm, warm and fuzzy. Um, but I think uh, people are now seeing the difference between a strong and a weak leader. And strong sometimes can just be better. So there you go. Yeah, I think so too. I, and they, they didn't they didn't check Liz Cheney though. I think she's going. <laughs> she's possibly oh, really? going to be. Yeah, I think she'll be a Republican candidate. Wow, I really do. We'll see how this plays so? out. I, no, listen. I think it's going to be wide open. Yeah, I think um, you know uh, it'll be Katie bar the door. You have a lot of people running and testing the waters, and it's got. I don't want to say it's exciting, but it will be interesting to watch. Yeah. Well, an ABC News poll reported that seven in 10 Americans do not have a clear sense of what President Biden's economic agenda actually is. So, I thought it'd be nine out of 10. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and they, when asked if the legislative agenda would help, they'd say, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so man. Uh, that's pretty that's pretty unusual. And then. I and, wonder how uh, many people actually think Biden's in control. Oh, I don't know, but you know he's not. Absolutely. They're, they're telling me I can't do this. They're telling me I can't do yeah, that. He's even saying that. Who are they? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we need, that would be a good research project. That's a scary thing, isn't it? Yeah. All right, what else you got? Gas prices are at a seven-year high. Inflation oh. is surging. Yeah. Yeah. And, I hope uh, we don't get into Jimmy Carter territory. Well, we could very easily. Oh, God. God, that'd be scary. Yeah. Democrats wow. want to raise your taxes and to give $450,000 payments to illegal immigrants and give them mass amnesty. That's mm. just outrageous. But, uh, you know, and also Pelosi, uh, Pelosi wants to uh, raise, uh, let's see, she wants to raise $80 billion to the IRS so they can hire 87,000 more IRS agents. That's more than doubling the number of agents, and their job would be to check the bank accounts of American families. Wow, That's not that good. sounds like a Nazi state where the I government so. yeah. is, um, you know, just all over you. I, I, nobody wants that. I don't care what party you're in, and no. you know, they, well, Peter, what was your uh, your um, uh, accountant, Peter? Um, mm -hmm. He said the first four, three or four letters you get from the IRS anyway are come from a computer. It's not from a person. Wow. So, all right, go ahead. Well, I got one more here on, and uh, this is this is uh, the White House press secretary. She claims that President Biden doesn't spend much time focused on the anti-Biden rally cry. You know, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain that to my wife the other day. She said, what is this go Brandon thing? I don't understand it. And I explained it to her and she went, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh. But it's everywhere. That's for sure. So, yeah, yeah it's, okay. <laughs> so we had some local elections, you know, that about, I think city council is all the same. And, and I noticed a lot of candidates coming out for my seat on on commission though, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's Everybody good. wants to be where Ed's been. That's right, right down to the end of the table. <laughs> All right, let's move along here, Ed. Let's get into some questions of the day. You get to go first and All right. tell me what is your question for today. Do vitamins really work, Bob? 
Wow. You know, I hope they do, but I'm not so sure. Um, and I think people that take like five times the recommended uh, amount of vitamins, they're just peeing all that stuff out yeah. and, wait, and, and wasting their own money on too many vitamins. I do take vitamins for my eyes because uh, my uncle and my dad and my aunt all had, um, um, uh, you know, the eye problem. Um, uh, golly, I've gone brain dead. Um, mm. But, you know, where your eyes start having problems as you get older. Yeah. Uh, macular degeneration, that's what it is. Um, all three of them had. So I take eye vitamins just in hope that it's going to do something. What, what do you think? Well, I take... Uh the doctor told me to take, uh, yeah, I was waking up in the middle of the night with these terrible leg cramps. I mean, horrible, like three or four times a night. Wow. And yeah. And uh, he said, take magnesium, take one pill a day. And that's helped. Magnesium? Magnesium. Oh, magnesium. It's okay. a vitamin. Yeah. And, but I'm thinking about adding another one. I got to get permission to do that though. But I'm thinking about adding a, uh, you know, something that's, another type of vitamin to it but it, it works pretty well so now recording so you can start anytime you want to and now ladies and gentlemen it's the ed and bob show number 151 good morning good morning, good morning. Good morning. We've talked a whole not through good morning good morning I feel like doing a little toe tapping here. All right. Good morning. Morning to you. Yeah, that's from uh, Singing in the Rain back in 1952. It's back when Ed and I were in high school. Back in the uh, good old days. Hey, Mr. Brantley, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing? Uh, so far, so good. Can't complain. And um, all's well and uh, uh, healthy, you know, if you got your health. Mm -hmm. Then you got everything. So here we are. Mid-November, the Ed and Bob Show, number 151. I'm Bob. He's Ed. And we're tickled to be here. And um, uh, how are you? Everything's okay out there in your neck of the woods? Yeah, it's good. It's nice. We enjoy the fall season and the leaves changing. And uh, we've got company coming in from everywhere for Thanksgiving. My brother's coming in from from uh, up north in Williamsburg, Virginia. And he is... He is <laughs> He is bringing his family, Ooh. his adult children and his uh -huh. grandchildren, and they are, they're putting them in a, uh, thank God, they're putting them in a uh, uh, Airbnb. He, yeah. he and his wife are going to stay here with us, and we're, we're looking forward to it. And wow. we found turkeys. We found turkeys. So we, we Really? No, no shortage of turkeys? Nope. 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 All right. It's we all got good. turkeys. We're ready. Well, we are going to get this show underway as we start number 151. And Ed's got some news. Well, what do you got? You got I've any? Got some, well, you know, Biden's polls are plunging and the Republicans have a clear message. So they're saying it's going to be morning in America again soon. And we'll see about that. Uh, but they're out of, you know, most people say President Biden and Speaker Pelosi are just out of touch with everyday Americans. An ABC News poll reportedly that roughly seven in 10 Americans do not have a clear sense of what President Biden's economic agenda to really is. And oh. that seven to 10, when, when you see, when you see uh, the uh, 
vice president getting on an airplane to fly off and she's standing up at the top waving, nobody knows where she's going. <laughs> they just don't know. There she goes. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, man. Oh, but, uh, man. Uh, yeah, but, you well, know, what is his economic plan? Have we got one? I don't no, even know if we got one, know. do we? I don't know. Okay. All but right. Federal and state law enforcement officers arrested more than 1.4 million illegal immigrants along the southern border during Joe Biden's presidency. And this wow. is more than the population of Dallas. The ninth what do they largest, do with them? They, they ship them out to other sounds. They're not there. They ship them out in the middle of the night. We How do you do that? In chartered aircraft, that's how. Uh, I mean, but you, you I just, they just, I mean, here, go, go, go to this place and, and are, do they help buy them a house or apartments well, or I what? Think got, I think they've got people in these towns that welcome them and they help them kind of get established and stuff. Mm. But, uh, um, but, you know, he's, he needs to secure our southern border rather than turning our border over to drug cartels and human smugglers. That's awful. Yeah, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. I still believe right. that. I'm all, and I'm all for legal immigration because, um, you know, people from other countries ha have come here legally for a long, long time. And okay. that's what made some of our greatest uh, cities. So I'm not opposed to it. Just, just do it legally. Yeah. It's my well, thing. and of so, course, it's defunding the police and all this stuff is going to come around to bite them in a real, mm. really. Mm. But, and, and this is, you know, Iowa has the first national election every year. Yeah. And there is a hypothetical poll out there. Well, it's not hypothetical, a newspaper out there and a, did it. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, uh, the, a 2024 rematch, former President Donald Trump leads President Joe Biden in Iowa by 11 percentage points. Now, the wow. last time there was an election, he, Biden, he, he defeated Biden by eight percentage points. So 51% of likely Iowa voters in the next election will vote for Trump, a Republican, while 40% say they'd vote for Biden. However, you know, I think there'll be somebody else in the race, probably. You don't think you know. Biden will be the Democratic nominee? <clears throat> oh, yes, I do think he will. Oh, you think he will? Yeah. By, just by uh, because he's the president, it's okay. kind of like, well, you got to let him be the nominee. Yeah. Is there ever, I wonder if there's ever been a president that was not even the nominee of the party on his second, on his second term. Probably well, not. I think there's been some people who said, I'm not going to run again. Right. He may not. He may, he may not. You know, he's in his mid-70s, and that's not the most comfortable place to be, I can tell you mm. Wow. Myself. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, that's not... All right. So, hey, um, Ed, this is uh, the 18th here is the Great American Smokeout. Yeah. Been going on since the 70s, 1977, where a guy started it and uh, he suggested whatever you was spent on smokes that day, donate it to a local school. Well, you know, I, I quit uh, smoking with my father. I yeah. took him to the doctor, and he had a spot on his lung. And when we came out of the doctor's office, we both took our cigarettes and threw them away. Wow. And, uh, and I bet you'll never forget that moment. No. Wadded them up and put them in the garbage. And, and uh, uh, I think it's, I didn't think it was a great moment at the time, but 
I started to say, let's have one more cigarette. <laughs> no. no. Oh, Mr. Bradley. Oh, my anyway, God. That's, uh, uh, but I haven't smoked since, and that's been, I guess, 30, 40 years ago. So wow. it's all good. But you should, you guys, if you smoke, I don't see many people smoking anymore. Do you? Yeah, I still, a lot yeah. of them young, younger ones. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. Well, well they ought to try this because it's a good way to quit. Just you got to stop one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think uh, some people uh, are more susceptible to to habits. They got to do the same thing every day, and they 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 their body kind of craves it, and then they can't stop it. Of course, you know they made cigarettes to be addicted, just like they did opioids and everything else. Yeah. I mean, how many how many people got be multi multi million or billionaires off the backs of poor people who got addicted to whatever they were selling? That's true. So that's true. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, somebody's screaming in the background. All right, we better get out of the news. <laughs> Ed, let's uh, get into your question of the day. How about that? Okay, uh, Bob. My question is: Do vitamins really work? Boy, I hope they do. I take them for my eyes. Yeah. My uh, my father, my uncle, my aunt had uh, macular degeneration, and. Uh, it just was terrible what I saw, and, I, and my uh, eye doctor said he actually takes these vitamins and tell me what it was, and, and so I've been taking them. That's the one I really take, and, and I don't know if it does anything or not, to be honest with you. I, I guess you just kind of hope they do. Well, I have, uh, you know, I had recently I had, uh, surgery again, and I, I have these cramps in the middle of the night with my calves. I mean, yeah. they're horrible. And, mm -hmm. and I just wake up in extreme pain and have to jump up and stand up after I scream and wake everybody in the house up. <laughs> so, I really do. You know, you, you scream first and then try to get up later. Yeah. And, then, and, and then try to get to a bathroom. But the, uh, the doctor says, try magnesium. And so I've like, got these magnesium tablets or capsules, and it works. Yeah. For the most part, it really does. So that's good. Sounds like somebody else has leg cramps there. <laughs> hey. You're yelling? Yeah, I'm sorry, yelling. Sorry. All right, I got a question for you. Okay. Do doctors prescribe too much medicine to their patients? Well, I think doctors will prescribe when a patient demands it. You know, if they say, you know, I've got to have something, they will pres prescribe something. So, yes. To shut the them up? Is, yeah. Yeah. No, you, you, you know, that's what you're there for. It's, it's almost like a service. You know, uh, doctors, they're in business. It's not, it's, it's <laughs> unfortunately. And so they're going to please their customer and their customer is the patient. As yeah. much as they can, they're going to please them. And, uh, you know, so I think, yes, they do. I think they do too. I, I think most doctors don't know what the patients are taking because people self-diagnose and, self they, they, they get medicines from friends or they stockpile them or whatever and they, they take stuff all the time and i just think you know it comes back and bites you in the rear i was looking at these list of things that are symptoms of being over medicated but it looks like something that says fatigue and energy depletion pressure in the abdomen aches and pains problems with balance and motor skills Falls, rashes. I mean, my God, this is something everybody has. So I think we're all over-medicated. I don't well, I, know. Yeah, I definitely. Well, some of these things can be anything. You know, fatigue and energy, That's that yeah. could be anything. And 
uh, aches and pains, uh, that could be anything, yeah. you're going to take something. And then problems with balance and motor skills. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> Excuse me as I fall down here. So yeah. anyway, don't. I guess you just need to make sure you're not overprescribed and taking too much medicine because I think it'll come back and bite you in the rear end. So. All right, tell about what's coming up on the topic of the day, Ed, and then you got a sponsor. All right, the topic of the day today is, do we have a supply chain problem? And if so, mm. what's causing it? And I mm. do believe we do. And, and my, thank goodness my sponsor has plenty of eggnog. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Weigel's. It's a convenience store chain based in Powell, Tennessee, right here. It has over 68 locations in East Tennessee. That's where they operate, East Tennessee. There's almost a Weigel's on every corner. And they have Broadacre Dairy, and they process milk, tea, juices, eggnog at the convenience stores. Eggnog is very popular in the holidays. And I would suggest since Thanksgiving's coming up and Christmas is not too far behind, I would get a carton of eggnog and try it out. You'll probably mm -hmm. come back and get some more. I tell you, I've got a daughter in South Carolina. She'll drive to Knoxville to get some Weigel's eggnog, and I guarantee you she'll to be taking a lot back to South Carolina with it. She really? loves that stuff. Yeah, she loves it. So stop by Weigel's. Tell them Ed and Bob sent you, and you want some eggnog. I had a buddy of mine in, uh, when we lived in L.A. He, uh, he accidentally spilt some uh, brandy in my eggnog, oh. and I accidentally do that every year. So, it's, it's the only time I don't even know what Brandy is, but it's, you yeah, know, just remember to remember him by right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, do we have a supply chain problem, and what's causing it? If we do, and is Santa Claus going to have trouble finding all those toys that he maybe can't make them all? So, um, Ed, supply chain problem. You think we got one? Uh, yes, we do, and uh, I don't know where it came from, and I don't know how fast it just all of a sudden. All those ships just parked out there in the in the ocean. I mean, mm -hmm. there wasn't a supply problem for a long time, but you know, I I don't know. Well, How did it, that happen, Bob. Well, folks, if you wonder what a supply chain is, that is the invisible pathway of manufacturing, transportation, logistics that get goods from where they're manufactured, mined, or grown, or whatever, to you or whoever consumes it. And or maybe going to a company so they can use that as a part in something they make and sell to you, whether it be a car or, or, uh, or towers for your cell phones or um, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, in, in other countries where we we're, we're not a country that makes stuff. So what we do is we have other countries make it for us, like in China and Vietnam and Korea and all these places. And then they load it up on those ships and they ship it here. Well. A lot of them hit, were hit very hard with the coronavirus, and it shut down their factories. Things were quit; they were not being made anymore. Um, and, and then those ships, uh, you know, you, like, there was nothing to load up. And the ones that did load, when they got here to America, uh, you had workers on the docks that were sick or things like that. And so everything just got clogged up. And here we sit, me and Ed, you know. <laughs> trying to get us a new car or something and they say oh it's missing a chip a chip <laughs> what i'll tell you what you can drive through kentucky up around uh, louisville lexington yeah where the you know where they put cars and trucks together and i guess in michigan too but they're just fields brand new cars and trucks just sitting in fields parked 
and they can't, they don't have the chips for them because almost every car has a computer chip in it now. Well, every car a, they say on average has twenty different computers in it, at mm -hmm. minimum, mm -hmm. maybe more than that now. But I mean, just think about it. And if they don't have all the little chips in it, <clears throat> it's just going to sit there. So it's. And I, here's our problem is, uh, you know, we're, we're our own worst enemy. We say, oh, we're going to ship things to China. We're going to have things manufactured in China and, and uh, Vietnam, and we're going to pay those people pennies, whereas we were paying our workers dollars, uh, and we're going to save money. Well, this is what you get. This is exactly what you get. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that's got to be, you know, there's got to be a problem there with the containers, Bob. They look, they look like a tractor trailer, the bed of a tractor trailer, or the trailer. Uh, and uh, I see them on trains coming down the road sometimes. And mm -hmm. of course, they stack them up on the, these container ships. But I'm sure that's been affected too, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, the containers, uh, they say you could rent a container for $250. Well, now, you to rent one, it's twenty five hundred. Mm. Now, if you let's say you moved your manufacturing to China, and they're making you some widgets or some of those chips Ed was talking about, and then you load them up in a container, you could ship anything you wanted to in a container for two thousand dollars. Anything you just load it up, two thousand dollars, and that's why they stack them fifteen high on those ships. Every one of those was two thousand dollars. Well, now because of the shortage. Uh, and trying to get supplies here, each one of those containers is $25,000 to mm. ship. Mm. 10 times more than what it was. And I, I, I got news for you. All those people making this stuff aren't going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. You're right. going to pay that uh, increase of 10 times because you're going to do anything to get whatever it is you're wanting to get your hands on. Yeah. And also, there's a shortage of containers. Uh, yeah. Be because, you know, they, 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 what they did, they shipped huge volumes of protective gear like masks and hospital gowns all over the world. China did. And they didn't, they didn't, they unloaded it, but they didn't send the containers back. So <laughs> they're, they're just sitting in West Africa and all kinds of places. It's, it's, it's nutty, Ed. And, and everything I've read says it's going to take past 2022 before this catches up. So, uh, yes, this Christmas, you may think you're going to go to Amazon and order some stuff. And the reality is, uh, you may get on there and they'll say it'll be here in February, or they may say it'll be here, you know, December 15th and then December 15th, you're looking at, and then 16th goes by and then the 17th mm -hmm. and you're like, where is Sally's uh, doll I bought for her? Right. And it doesn't get there till February. Yeah. You know, also, I noticed in, the, in the, I saw I've been looking at some of the toy catalogs, of course, with all my grandchildren. Right. Which, by the way, they initial which which toy they want. They used to just put a check beside it, but now they initial it. It's official. <laughs> the right. prices, the prices of these toys are just unbelievable. I mean, some of them, you know, like a little kid's table and two chairs. A hundred and twenty dollars. Oh to be my God! I'm serious. <laughs> It's made of plastic that costs two dollars. Yeah. Wow. So, well, it, well it that's our problem, folks. We really do have a supply problem, and uh, it's not going away anytime soon. And uh, my advice to everybody is, if you're going to do Christmas shopping, do it immediately. 
because yeah. unless you're planning on going down the street and buying whatever you find, you may have some problems. So, all right, Ed, tell everybody what's coming up, and then I've got a sponsor for today. All right, coming up, we're going to get into the mailbox and also look at some complaints and things. So who's your sponsor, Bob? Hey, my sponsor's got no supply problem because their supplies come in every Wednesday and Thursday, and it's called Ben Lucky, B-I-N Lucky. They get those things that you send back to Home Depot, Amazon, Lowe's, things like that, and then they buy them in huge lots, and then they bring them in, and on Friday, when they open every Friday, everything is $7. On Saturday, everything's $5. On Sunday, three bucks, and on Monday, a dollar. And if anything is left, it's only 50 cents. They're closed Wednesday and Thursday as they restock. And you know, I've been in there, Ed, before, and I've never, I've never, uh, everything I bought for a couple, four or five dollars always was worth more than 30. And it's all brand new. It's not anything that's used or anything like that. Still in the box, all that stuff. And um, that may be, uh, may be where I'm doing my Christmas shopping this uh, year, Ed. <laughs> may not me, be bad. Well, me I'll and you are going to go down there. Yeah, I'll buy lunch if you'll take me down there, okay? You, you got it, sir. Let's open up that mailbox. Okay. Let's see. This is Iris from New York City. She said, get out of here. Where's the best place <laughs> in the U.S. for a quality life? Well, isn't it supposed to be Knoxville, Tennessee? Well, that's what I hear. We're all reasonable down here. We're, yeah, we're quality. Not, it is quality life. I have questions to the government, but yeah. we, we do have a quality of life. But we did research this for you, Iris, and looked up the, uh, the most stress-free places to live, and they all seem to be pretty much other than one or two in the same area uh, in the Midwest. Right, Ed? Right. Like, uh, well, Wisconsin, North Dakota, Kansas, a couple of North Dakota and South Dakota are supposed to be good places to live. Well, there's nobody there to bother you. <laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs> and in Burlington, Vermont, you go up there and you can go snow skiing and you can just you be go. stress free. You won't be going down those mountains there in Vermont and just snow skiing and say, I don't have a care in the world and the number one place is lincoln nebraska whoa is that where abraham lincoln was born no that's oh, okay lives. <laughs> that's why he lives there quality of life there you go what else we got open up another one all right let's see here's jeff from tupelo do you think there really was a noah and an ark or is that just a fable no it's up there in kentucky isn't it Ed? Yeah, <laughs> south of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, try right up there, if I'm not mistaken. You know, this has always been one of those things that uh, you, you talk about and this, that, and the other, but sometimes this is a thing that will question people's uh, faith. Faith, yeah, well, if you um, believe everything is the word for word true, then it could question your faith. Yeah, yeah it could mess with you. And, and the fact that um, Noah built an ark that is just huge, and they've got a replica of what the Bible says the size of the ark was up there in Kentucky, if you go up I-75. Uh, Noah and his family, his daughters, and all those, his sons or whatever, there are like eight of them, eight adults, um, and then all these animals, two of everything. And it had to be an incredible thing. I mean, I don't know how one guy builds something like that. I mean, so, I mean, it, a lot of things 
And they've searched for it forever, right? I mean, they've looked everywhere for this thing. Well, I can't get over I imagine two lions, two tigers, two bobcats, just all kinds of, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of animals. And, and it, it, I mean, it's a, well. I, well, people it's, it's say funny. that the way the, anim, the animals were directed by God to go there and they just showed up. Oh, okay. And even the ones from Australia. I mean, an animal that is only in Australia or whatever. So, I mean, the whole thing, yeah, it's tough to believe. There's no scientific evidence, and nobody's ever found Noah's Ark, even though they've said it's everywhere, and somebody's going to do a search, and this, that, and the other is on a mountaintop. And they can find no proof of any type of flood that flooded the entire world. No, I don't think the, the entire world would be flooded. It would have to be that region, I would think, wouldn't you? Hey, listen, I'm I'm just trying to find any reason to find out if it's true or not. So is this just a fable that was put in the Bible to teach you a lesson, Ed, or is it a real thing? I'm going with the real thing, Bob. I'm not questioning God. <laughs> not you're, not, you're not going to put him on the witness stand and say, no. on November 3rd, where were you? <laughs> so, Well, I, I remember an astronaut circling the Earth looking out of their space capsules, looked down on top of a mountain and said, there it is, there it is, I see it. And I thought, well, that's great. But now that, that's that gone by the wayside. I don't know if they've ever found it or not. I think, you know, I don't know. All right, well, two things here. One of them, Ed, if they found Noah's Ark, does that change everything? Is that the first real proof of what the Bible says is true? Well, the Bible is, you know, as you well know, Christianity is based on faith. Yeah. Right? We can't yeah. see it. And, and we, maybe we're made not to see it. So, and so it will, you have to live on faith. We may be forced to live on faith on purpose. Uh, God Almighty may be doing that on purpose. I mean, that ark may be sitting on top of that mountain right now, but nobody can see it because you have, he wants you to live on faith. And so that's okay with me. You know, well, someday, uh, someday we'll see it. The other thing is, if the ark was, what, 2,000 years ago or so, mm -hmm. it, wouldn't it be dust now anyway? Yeah. Well, How are people expected well, to right. be preserved perfectly in some mountain? I don't mm -hmm. understand that either. So that's true. Anyway, I I have always thought it was true, and yet I've never been able to see scientific evidence that it really was real. But uh, I I don't worry about it. But then again, no. if somebody found it, I think that would be huge news. I mean, like the biggest news you ever heard in your life. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, let's, uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show, and let's get, a, get along here, little doggy. We got complaints to do, and um, Ed always was a good complainer. What do you got? Well, I don't understand why people are quitting their job for no reason. I mean, you know, you, you, you drive around, and everybody's trying to hire somebody to work. Now, granted, it may not be $50 an hour. But these are places that were, were covered up with people, and they were turning people away. But all of a sudden, nobody wants to work anymore. Why is that, Bob? People are actually walking out on their jobs. Not to go to another job, they're just walking out. You say, I quit. I think, that, um, 
I think the government assistance programs, a lot of people are milking it. And I think the other thing is the pandemic uh, made people think twice about what life is about. And, and am I working? You know, I could retire, but I'm working and working. You know, maybe all this doggone work is not as important as, as uh, me being with my family or I don't have to have as much stuff. Now, I, I could be wrong, but it seems to me that's a lot of it. And then you add to that this generation of kids that don't want a career. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they could care less about career. Mm -hmm. I need a job to make enough money to buy my, have my cell phone so I can look at 24 hours a day <laughs> and pay my partner rent. And and I don't want, yeah, I don't want to own a house or anything because yeah. that's out. I don't care about owning anything. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What do you think? Well, I think that's true. It's, what you're talking about sounds a lot like my son, but he he, uh, he does own a house, so that's good. But it it, it I think it, you know, and they make it so easy to own a house now. Any fool can do that, so you don't have to be real sharp to own a house these days. I do think though that people people just had it so easy that if there's any problem at all at work, they'll say. And, and I think this is true. I think this is true, too, that they'll quit a job because they'll say, hey, I'll find a better job tomorrow. Mm. It's not a problem to find a job because it, when you drive around, you say every, everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring. They've got billboards up. Everybody's hiring, looking for workers. So you can always find a job. I'll just quit for a while, sit back. I'll go back to work. <laughs> I can remember a time when I couldn't find a job. I know. You remember those days when you were thinking, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to get a job. I tried to get Jim Dick to hire me. It just, yeah, you, you just can't, you know. But now, I'm serious. I think they're just, now they're not quality jobs, I don't think, or maybe they are. But all of these manufacturing companies. Yeah, wow. I don't, I don't, I, I, they're going to have to spend more money and then you and I are going to pay more for their products if they pay more for their employees. All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. All right. To me, there's no reason that people should be going hungry in America. Now, I can understand it in other countries where there's droughts, famine, stuff like that. But it seems like in America, where there is so much wealth and stuff, it just seems like there's no reason for people to go hungry. Am, am I wrong? No, the people are going hungry for whatever reason, I think. Uh, of course, yeah. You know, it, it, have you, you've seen all the tents on the side of the road out yeah. in California. Right. You've seen that. I don't know that the homeless, though, are going hungry all the time. No. I, I think they, they may have access to food, but it seems like there are. I mean, we in Appalachia, uh, Appalachia there are people, um, young kids, you know, who are getting maybe one meal a day. And on the weekend, they may not get but one meal for the whole weekend. Um, you know, I, um, I, saw, I saw where this uh, hunger-free America said they would, you could end hunger in the United States for $25 billion. As much money as we waste on crap. It just seems like to me, we could end hunger in the United States. I, we don't have famines. We don't have droughts. We've got all that stuff. And it just, anyway, I don't want to drag it out too much, but that's my complaint. I think, folks, we all need to be concerned about hunger, especially kids going hungry. Yeah. 
You well, know. and I have a question too about that. Well, we won't get into it, but I mean, that twenty-five billion—is that buying everybody one meal, or is that giving them some way to get? To stop <clears> the I think it's twenty-five the billion a year. Oh, a year. Ooh. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go, Democrats. Uh, all right, tell everybody how to listen to this show, Ed. All right, the Ed Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. That's a great place to go, right there on the internet. Or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe so you'll get it. And then on your Alexa app, in your Alexa school skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boy? And tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. That's that easy. Edandbob.com is where you can comment or you can email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. We love to be followed uh, at edandbobknox, at edbrantley at Bob Thomas KNOX. That's on Twitter. And we're there on Facebook, too. So um, be sure and check us out there. All right, Ed, anything you want to correct or apologize for before we get out no, here? I don't th no, I got, no, I've got a shout-out, though. No, give it to me. All right, Joanne Witherspoon. All right, her heart. tell us about she passed, her. She passed away recently at age 76. Mm. Bless her heart. Family was with her and everything, but she... She used to be the president of the Dream Connection, and she did a lot of forming that organization and keeping it together. Wow. Also, the Helen Ross McNabb Center. Former, she's former co-chairman of the Dogwood Arts Festival. Lots of fundraisers, Children's Hospital, Center Stage, and all of that. But she, she's traveled the world. Real sweet lady. I always enjoyed working with her and being around her. Bless her heart. Mm -hmm. Good people like that. We need a lot more of them, don't we? We sure do. All right, I got to shout out my buddy Nick McBride of Register of Deeds in Knox County. I saw where he was selected the National uh, Register of Deeds of the Year. Wow. How about that? How about that? Not bad at all. Maybe you got a free car, too. <laughs> free registration. Hey, and also, I want to give a business shout out to Soccer Taco. Love it, love it, love it. Have you been to that new one down there near Pellissippi? Yes, I have. It's huge. It's like, it my huge. gosh. And it's packed all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know who owns that, but they've, they've started very small with not much of anything, and, and look where they've gone. So, And, and I don't have no clue why it's called Soccer Taco, but they, they have good food, and they do a good job. So there you go. Tell everybody what our next show is about, Ed. It's, uh, we're going to look at the top historic sites in the United States that you should visit in your lifetime. Ooh, okay, I got, we got to get busy then. That's coming up next time, and uh, Ed, I enjoyed it. Um, anything else you want to say before we get out of here, sir? No, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Uh, I know we'll have another show coming up around Thanksgiving, so thanks for being with us, folks. Ed, see you then, brother. All right, brother, bye. I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said folk Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep Shining up 
like the fellas said, tell me quick.